All right, I'm here with John Vincent, uh, world famous singer, known in Chicago for doing the anthem all around town. So give me a little bit of background, uh, where you're from, how you got into singing. Born and raised south side of Chicago by uh, two Italian immigrants. My mom and dad both came here from Italy, met in Chicago. I grew up uh, by Archer and uh, Cicero, that area there, and um, grew up a Cubs fan because it was on GN and it was on during the day. Oh, wow. So um, that was funny how it all worked out and turned out. Uh, not, a lot of, not a lot of Cubs fans at Archer and Cicero. No, no. <laughs> and uh, so, well, you know what? There was. A lot of my cousins were Cubs. We were divided. A lot of my cousins were Cubs fans. Some were Sox fans just because we were able to catch them on TV. Back in the day, it was, you know, two, five, seven, nine. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and you come home and the Cubs were playing. So that was it. You know, I, I remember that team. I could, my first team I remember was right off the bat. What year was that then? Uh, the first time I walked into Wrigley was 79. I was seven years old. Um, I can go back as far as remember watching Barry Foote, Dave Kingman, Bill Buckner, and you got Ron Say, Yvonne DeJesus, Keith Moreland, um, Larry Boa, uh, you know, Rick Russell. You want to go way back. Uh, so, yeah, that was like that team I remember. Barry Foote breaking windows, hitting home runs, if you remember that. Then Jody Davis came along. and uh, Kingman broke a few windows, too. Kingman broke a few windows. And probably a few other things as I'm well. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Got lucky enough to become very good friends with Joe Madden. We call each other Fratello, which is brother in Italian. Oh, it's great. Um, but the Ricketts family and Crane Kenny have actually said, Johnny, you are part of the Cubs family. Well, you got a, you got a ring there. Yeah, they didn't have to give me this. Yeah. I'm nobody. Get your I, name out and everything. Yeah, I'm nobody. We'll get a close-up of that later I'm on. nobody. I mean, I'm... What size I'm ring is this? 17. <laughs> I'm absolutely nobody. It's like brass knuckles. And for them to give me that, there was no reason That's whatsoever. Amazing. That was just... If I'm ever homeless, you'll see me under a bridge with just the ring on. You'll never be homeless. Because I, I, I'm just grateful for the kind. That was love on their part. And That's pretty amazing. To grow up a Cubs fan and have that, they didn't have to give me that. Yeah. I'm nobody. Who am I? When did you realize you had a, a gift? I never, I still don't think I have one. Oh, come on. No, no, I'll be honest with when you. When did other people start my, telling I hate my voice. I hate it. I hate when I hear the anthem. I hate when I hear my voice singing my way or other songs. I'm constantly critiquing myself and I'm like, you know, people are like, oh, do you listen? I'm like, no, I never. If I want to hear my way, I listen to Sinatra so or I listen to Elvis. The, are you going to watch this interview after? Oh, I'll it, watch, because of you're not singing yet. Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. And, 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 but, but when I hear my voice, I don't like the way it sounds. But my sister was the first one to tell me, Johnny, you sound like Sinatra. Give it a shot. And I'm like, well, I just finished when playing. You, how old were you at this point? I was 26, 27. Oh, wow. I finished playing uh, football in Germany. I played a year pro for the Dusseldorf Panthers. No way. What position? Yeah, off, offensive tackle and defensive tackle there. I played, I was an All-American in college here uh, at Elmhurst College playing left tackle when I played here. Um, was the World Football League you played at in Germany? I played in the German, German okay. Football League. And um, I only played one year of high school football because I grew eight inches junior to senior year. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I never thought of becoming a singer. I, I saw Sinatra at the United Center when I was in college. I really started liking his music. I started singing along and my sister's like, you kind of sound like him. I don't do anything till I'm 29. I started singing at a couple different restaurants, Rosebuds, um, Nonopinos on the north side uh, in Edison Park. And then Coach Ditka had me do an audition directly with Mrs. Ditka, no music, acapella, New York, New York. She said, hire him. I started August of 2001. They gave me a four-month deal. It worked out. I say, they gave me a year deal, a two-year, and then a lifetime. Oh, amazing. So lifetime there, deal. Yes. Yeah, so I've been there August 2001. 
And uh, yeah, 2019, 18 years now, coming up on 18 years. Wow, that's amazing. When did you start doing the National Anthem? 2003 was my first National Anthem for two teams, the Chicago Cubs. Um, the person behind that was Larry Rothschild. Wow. And he uh, would come see me at Ditka's and okay. got me in uh, to sing there with Katie Marta. And, and, and they were doing it back then. And they had me do a couple every year. And then the Washington Wizards organization was in there. And I got to sing the national anthem for Michael Jordan and the Washington Wizards. That's crazy. So what year was that? 2003. You, yeah, okay. And the Green Bay Packers then had me do my first anthem for Green Bay in 2003. That's amazing. Against the Kansas City Chiefs, I want to say. Clearly, you've been doing the anthem for a while. People have noticed you. You've been getting flown out to do it in other stadiums. When did your star really, like, when were you starting to get, like, recognized for, for doing the anthem? It like, started the year, 20, the year of 2016. And then the playoffs, things started coming out, and all these interviews started happening. Uh, but then Lady Gaga's tweet. When Lady Gaga tweeted about my national anthem in the World Series, that just changed everything for me. Did she, like, mention you in the tweet, or just... She goes, John Vincent, wow, that's how you do the national anthems, and uh, national anthem, and there was heart emojis, and uh, and everything, smiley face with the hard eyes, and I was like, wow, Lady Gaga. I was, I was shocked, and I was just so, like, appreciative, and, and like, I was like, wow, it's Lady Gaga. So that, that puts you on a whole different, on a whole different level, is what you're saying, so... That, that helped me a lot with my publicity and a lot of things. And with that, I, I, I read up more about Lady Gaga, and she is uh, an advocate about mental health. I struggle with depression, anxiety, and OCD. I love that she is so open and strong. I love that um, she stands up for the underdog, that she was bullied. Not that I don't love that she was bullied, but I loved seeing that picture of saying she'll never become famous in her yearbook, and then they got the picture next to her of holding the Oscar. That's amazing. She is, in my opinion, the most talented artist alive right now. Singing, acting, she can do it all. So um, the anti-bullying campaign, let's talk about that for a little bit. Yeah. Um, what, what prompted you to, to get into that, and, and what are you doing now uh, in, in that regard? Well, she did. Uh, her tweet, I was, okay, so in 2016. I was, yep, um, I was really uh, going through a bad depression in 2017, really bad, was at the end of my rope, and I did a Facebook Live, and I said, uh, you know what, I will go to any school anywhere for free and speak about bullying, because uh, I know having depression, anxiety, and obsessive compulsive are, are, were something that were chemical, you know, genetically in me. Uh, prone to that, but I know bullying really, really put it over the top, and I don't want to see people suffer, and I know that we, I can speak fluent Italian because my grandparents never spoke English in our home, so when you're a kid, you're a sponge. If I want to learn a language now, it's, it's pretty hard. Right. You got to really, like, you learn so, we become who we are in our childhood, so if we can make people's childhood better we're gonna have a better society and it's a very simple statement sure be kind or be nothing we're all human we all hurt the key and secret to life is putting yourself in someone else's shoes it doesn't have to always be me 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 if something bad happens don't why me it something bad happens to everybody all the time I get it I get mental illness 
I, when I'm depressed, man, I want to be locked up in my house and I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to say anything. I'm just down. I'm down. You know? I attempted suicide. Oh, Jesus. I'll say it. I said it on Windy City Live. I said it on other platforms. And when people said, oh my God, how could you say that? Does it make me weak? Does it make me weak that I, no. Well, and it's tough too, because people see, you know, you're, whether you believe or not, you are a very talented singer. You've got this amazing platform. You've got these, you know, you mentioned a few people, that you, you know, high level people that you're friends with that everyone, everyone would love to go to dinner with Joe Madden or with Mike Ditka. And like, you know, you're good friends with those people. So it's easy to see that and be like, hey, like this guy's got a great life. Like what's he down about? But like, that's not, that's not how, that's how, that's how depression it works. Depression just comes in and it just, it's like that, that, that impending doom that's coming your way. And I got to say, Dr. Balanandra, you know, ketamine, uh, Chicago IV solutions changed my life, man. It, it changed everything. I started doing the, the bullying speaking and, and the being, try to be kind or be nothing thing before that. But I still was having days of just really just dark clouds and like, I just, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live anymore, you know, feeling. And if I have to come out and say I attempted suicide, if it can save one life, man, that, that makes me happy. We could talk about this all day and it's very, very important, but I do want to talk more about the anthem. So, so one of the things you've become known for is you hold the word free. I saw one place where you held it for as long as 20 seconds. It was, what, do you know offhand what your record is? I know. But so you hold it long as a tribute? To my father and my grandmother. My grandmother uh, to what happened. And the reason why I hold free, because I want freedom for humanity, for everyone, everywhere. That's why I think of free. I think of free for us to be. And when I started singing in that Wrigley and I started holding free and the crowd started cheering. It's pretty epic, People man. were like, you know, oh my God, do it, keep doing it. And, 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 and you get people, even other singers in play, who hate that I do this. And you have people saying, sing it right, sing it with respect. I've had people contact me on Messenger, a lady saying, you know, you are so disrespectful to our national anthem. A lady who sings the anthem or just someone in general? Just a, who... just a Cubs fan. And she goes, it was on my birthday. Oh, she God. She texted me on my birthday. And I was, this was, I was so depressed. This was like last year. I was when, what day is your birthday? I'm going to put July 15th. In my, all right, I'm going to put a reminder in, in your phone. I'm going to call you on July 15th. Like, oh, I love John, it. John, John, don't, don't, get on, don't get on social media uh, today. So I get, I get a message from this lady. And she goes, I just want to say I was at a Yankee game and such and such sang the national anthem. And she sang it with such dignity. Being a Cubs fan, I can't stand the way you sing the national anthem. You make it all about yourself. And I just, I was so down, I responded. And I said, you know what? I'm sorry you feel this way, but the reason why I sing this and blah, 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 is because I do it for, for my dad. And I just want, you know, and I just started noticing now she's coming back with, well, my husband is a retired um, sergeant in the army. And oh, now, she, was, she responded to you telling her why you that, do it? Okay. And I go... And, I, and this was all ego. Yeah. I go, well, I'm going to the Pentagon next week because the Undersecretary of the Army invited me when I did the anthem at Wrigley. And I became friends with him. So I am so honored to be going there and being at the Pentagon. So I'm so grateful to do that. And I go, go Cubs, go. God bless you. She didn't respond. Yeah. She just didn't respond nothing. She, uh, she also said in that, she goes, I contacted the Cubs to say how much I hate your anthem. Oh, God. So it was just like, bam, bam, bam. And I'm like... What if I go to your work and I say, you know what? You suck at what you do. What you do is just sucks. You're not doing this good enough. You're not doing that good enough. Do people get that? Do people right. get? 
And then I found out, I called three people after I started getting this publicity. I called Joe Madden, Mike Dick, and Mike McCarthy. And I said, how do you guys deal with it? Because what I deal with is this. What they right. deal with is gigantic. None you know? of them are probably all that active on social media, though, right? Uh, no. I can't, I can't see no, Coach Ditko. No, coach, I don't know. Coach, don't, coach doesn't care at Maybe all. Maybe Coach has a burner account where he, like... Yeah, he doesn't care yeah. at all. He doesn't, he doesn't even go in. He yeah. doesn't, coach is Coach. He, to him, he doesn't care. Right. You know, Joe Madden's like, Johnny, you just got, hey, people are going to complain about this, that. They're going to say it. Joe Madden is Joe Cool. So there's, you know, there's a handful of really well-known anthem singers, both in the city and around the country. Is there kind of a kinship? Do you interact oh, with them? Oh, yeah. I, I, I talk with uh, the greatest, I think, is Jimmy Cornelison. You know, Jim, Jimmy. You know he knows him well when he calls yeah, him Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy just fires it out. And I've hung out with Jimmy a bunch of times. And he is just, man, he has that, that he gets that place rocking and rolling. And everybody is like, you know, like I've, read comments where people are like, when that guy sings, I feel like running through a wall. And he just, he has that voice, that power, that booming, you know. And uh, so, yeah, I, I, I love the way he does it. Um, my favorite of all time, my two favorite of all time are Whitney Houston and Marvin Gaye's at the All-Star Game. Those are my two absolute favorite. She walked out there. She looked beautiful. She had the orchestra around her. It was a Super Bowl. It was, I think I want to say the Giants and the Bills. Yeah. It was the Gulf uh, War. Everybody was, you know, amped up. And she just like a boss sang that national anthem. And you look at that, he's got goosebumps. Yeah. Wow, just yeah. talking about it. Oh yeah. And then Marvin Gaye, which I think only Marvin Gaye could do, yeah. did the national anthem so cool at the All-Star game. You know, when he did that, and it was just to that beat and everything. It was like, oh, wow. Oh, my God. You know, so many people want to say, sing it right, sing it this right. way, do it this way. Do it. Why can't we sing it with love? Little, and a little artistic uh, creativity, Why right? Why can't we sing it with love? I was so sick during the World Series. I had such a horrible cold. It sounds horrible. That anthem sounded horrible. I can't uh, believe Lady Gaga was so kind. I think, yeah. No, if you listen I, to it, if you really listen to it, it's horrible. And I held it for like 10 seconds. I, my, I, my, I was standing in Wrigley in a shower with the steam on in my, in my vest and my tie and everything. And if you notice, my fat ass for one minute goes like this while I'm singing. You, oh, I, I, I was at that game. So I Could you imagine if I would have fainted right there? No. Oh, my God. I thought I was going to faint. I thought I was going to faint. My fat ass would have been down and out. Oh, my God. That would have been. Well, we're all glad that didn't happen for numerous reasons. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've broken many a chair sitting on in my life. I won't lie about that. Um, I learned to now sit lightly. How do you sit lightly? Uh, wait, wait, well, here wait. I feel comfortable. This thing's whatever it is. It's metal. It's steel. Yeah. I feel good. Yeah. But I, I was at Green Bay and I was sitting on well, a chair. And I grew up in Wisconsin. The chairs in Green Bay should be reinforced because there's a lot of big people up there. But in Lambo, I sit in Lambo. I went outside because I, we had a box. They gave us a box, and, the, and there was one of the outside seats where the, the, the 600 level was. Yeah. And I was sitting there, and I busted it. And the security guard goes, no, no, John, it was broken before. I'm like, you're lying. <laughs> I go, you are lying. Like, I deserve I a broke raise, the though. Chair. I go, I broke it. I know I broke it. All right, so was this said about John Vincent, <laughs> singer extraordinaire and human being extraordinaire, or Teddy Ruxpin, the talking teddy bear from the 80s? <laughs> When I look at him, I just want to hug him. John Vincent or Teddy Ruxpin? Teddy Ruxpin. 
That is incorrect. That was said about you, John Vincent. Oh, when I look at him, you. I just want thank to hug you, him. Thank yes. you. <laughs> he is as kind as he is gentle. Oh, God. Um, kind as he is gentle. Um, <laughs> uh, Teddy Ruxpin. That was actually said about both of you. That's about a, both of us. That's, that's a tie. <laughs> Uh, has the voice of an angel. And remember, before you answer this, Teddy Ruxpin did have a voice. But was it the voice of an angel? Uh, I don't think Teddy Ruxpin sang, right? I... So, uh, have a voice of an angel. Um, man, I, I, I would say somebody who's being kind and said that about me. They did say that about okay. you. That's correct. Okay. Loved by millions of people. Teddy Ruxpin. That's for you, man. Millions, millions of people don't know Lady me. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga <laughs> propelled you into that. Looks amazing with the Cubs World Series ring. So the, the question is, did Crane Kenny... Now, does and, Teddy Ruxpin have a Yeah. Did, I would say me. That's also you. Yes, correct. So you did pretty well. I think you got like two and a half out of five. That's better than most people do. So um, how can people... Do, do you post your schedule online anywhere? Or I do. I put it on Facebook. Buy? I'm also on Twitter uh, um, at JohnVincent72, I want to say. Okay. And also on Instagram at JohnVincent72. And I just posted a, my schedule on there. On both of that and on Facebook, John Vincent on Facebook. Great. So when you're at Ditka's, for example, what time do you usually go on? Uh, Fridays and Saturdays, 9 p.m. to about 10.30, Thursday, uh, 8 to uh, 9.30, and I do uh, 29 different voices. Oh, my God. Yeah. 29. Yeah. Like, give me a, a couple examples. Sinatra was the, you know, the sure. but, uh, Louis Armstrong, you know. I see those trees of green, red roses too, I see them bloom for me and you. Sinatra, I've got you under my skin. I've got you deep in the heart of me. Um, you must get asked to play a lot of weddings. I do. I yeah. do. I have. Uh, I I'm have a bummed bunch. that my wife and I have been married for almost three years. Maybe for the vow renewal. There you go. We'll call you. Up. I've done that too. Yeah, I'm sure. I've done, I've done vow renewals. Yeah. Cool. I've done that. Yeah. Well, cool, man. Thanks very much. This has been great. I really appreciate it. Oh, uh, thank Thanks, you, John. Man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. This is great. This guy's the best. Oh, no. Come on.